I have a puppy today on my walk who's recovering from surgery. She's about seven months old. It's a pretty major surgery. She had a large hernia repaired. So she has a lot of activity restrictions right now. Um, you know, it's not uncommon for young dogs to have surgery for uh, neuter or spay or something like that. And those may come, also may come with uh, activity restriction. You may have a dog of any age, a very common surgery that has restrictions on activity afterwards is a cruciate ligament repair. That's uh, of one of the rear knees fixing the, the ligaments. They are prone to tearing. Anyway, activity restriction is challenging for a lot of people and a lot of dogs. If this was something pretty minor like a spay, well, we're three or four days into it. And, you know, we'd be getting pretty close already to the, to the real end of the critical period as long as the dog didn't chew the stitches out or something like that. That's an abdominal repair. There's not a lot of pressure, particularly on the um, incision. But this hernia was up, up near her rib cage, and a lot of muscles had to be pulled together. So she has to... Her recovery period, they told me, three weeks. Fine. Except three weeks of no stairs, no jumping, no jumping on furniture. This dog is a jumping bean. So I'm not only having to leash walk outside, I'm leash walking inside as well because it's the only way I can be sure that she will not do a thing which will hurt herself or undo, you know, in her case, the potentially life-saving and in the case of, you know, some other types of surgery, if those aren't life-saving surgeries, they're almost certainly quality of life-saving surgeries. So... Anyway, it can be challenging. There's several things initially that go on. It, we find out right away how well or not we've actually leash trained our dogs. And we have to be really patient with whatever level they're at. And that can be hard because we recognize the importance of the behavior that we want way more than the dog does. And the dog doesn't understand why we're getting upset about things we've never gotten upset before about, like jumping up, uh, like running from one end of the leash to the other, running back and forth, or they don't understand why there's a leash on in the house and they can't jump up on their favorite chair or their favorite person. And at the very beginning here, one of the most important things to recognize 
is that their life has completely changed for at least the period of time that they're in recovery. And if their life has completely changed, then it means yours has too. This seems very obvious now that I'm in the middle of it, but it, it really wasn't as obvious as I expected. I mean, it, it, it kind of snuck up on me that, um, oh wow, I mean, I took a, an extra day or two off of work for an adjustment and to make sure that she was doing okay the first few days after surgery. So if she needed any other veterinary assistance, I could get it to her right away. But then I'm thinking about, well, she's got to stay in her crate unless I carry her upstairs to the kitchen to do things like make food for myself or the dogs. Okay, well, I guess she could come to the kitchen. I, I could carry her. Uh, there's, But there's a sofa in there. How am I going to keep her off of that? So, you know, for the first couple of days, there's been a lot of problem solving. And one of the things that I do, like when I go into the kitchen, or if I want to give her time out of the crate in the house, but I'm not holding the leash, is I tie the leash to a doorknob or to a solid piece of furniture that's not going anywhere so that she can't choose to jump up on the sofa that's in the kitchen or a, a chair or, or anything else while I'm trying to also live life, like make food and do things like that. I realized pretty soon that that didn't really give her a place to settle down so then I adapted by putting a mat within the radius of the leash that was tied to the doorknob and that gave her a little bit more of a comfortable place and oh okay I, I could get a special chewy a bone um, a stuffed kong duck's foot bully stick oxtail gullet kneecap those all fit the size requirement of chewies for her so I gathered together several of those and put them in a tin near the place where I anchor her to in the kitchen so every day my my routine my system gets a little better but that's because I set aside the time I let the time be necessary it's so tempting when we live a busy life, to add on something new, even if it's something pretty, pretty, um, pretty different to our routine, uh, like a, a surgery recovery, we'll just fit it in amongst our regular life that we always do. But if you're like me, you've already programmed all that time down to, if not programmed it down to the last minute, you still multitask and do other things to fill in those spare minutes with that to-do list that never ends of small tasks around the house or finances or whatever, you name it. And you can't just shoehorn in 
a complete routine change. You can't just shoehorn in two to three hours of additional care that you didn't have to provide before. So the change becomes inevitable. Either you do it to make the dog, make sure the dog has the best recovery, or you do it on the fly, but then you're going to have to cut some other things loose while you're doing that. Or the dog quite likely doesn't have the best recovery and you end up back at the vet taking more time, spending more money. So having a plan ahead of time is helpful and recognizing that your life is being disrupted is critical. Because if you don't recognize it, you can't accept it. And if you can't accept it, you can't be patient with it. And if you can't be patient with it, you're going to suffer with it. <laughs> Psychologically, if not physically. I know I started to beat myself up in the first day or two about these other things that I needed to get done and I really had to think about it I really had to counsel myself have a personal counseling session hey is what I'm asking myself reasonable because if it's not well then I should just stop or get support around being able to stop beating myself up for what I can't do and accomplish during this time of recovery so that's the first step creating mental space a break so that you can do the problem solving that you need to do around the needs of your dog who's in recovery <laughs>